different excuses. But the truth is, the chances are that people may be conforming, may be blending in. You know, chances are they may be living a different way outside of these four walls. The way that they live inside these four walls or when certain people are around is completely different from how they live outside of the four walls. Listen, I don't want to conform to this world. I can feel the world pulling. I can feel the world. I'm sure everybody in here can feel that pull as the world is trying. People on your job is trying to get you to blend in. People on the, on the, on the college campuses are trying to get you to blend in. But we got to remember who we are. We got to remember that we got the goods tonight. And when I say the goods, I'm not talking about um, we're better than this place or that place. I'm talking about the Holy Ghost. We got the real thing tonight. I'm talking about the word of God. We know what God's word really says. We know the power of the preached word of God. We know what it can do in a person's life for the good. We got the goods. I don't need to sell out. I don't need to conform. I don't need to bow down to what the world is telling me I need to bow down to. I don't need to give in to that. The Bible tells us that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that the word came to them just like it was everybody else. And it said that when the music is played throughout the land for them to bow down before the golden image. Now, we read about Shadrach and Meshach And the Bendigo, not bowing down, but do you know? And they, they said, we're not, we're not bowing down because they were Jews and they worshiped one God. But guess what? Do you know that they weren't the only Jews in the land? But you only read about them not bowing down. I'm going to tell you, there are people that have this experience, that have been baptized in Jesus' name and that have been filled with the Holy Ghost at some point. But they are conforming to the age of this world. They are being conformed to this life and to, to, the, to, the, to, the, to the, the system of this world. They are. You can see it if you look real closely. You know, do you know? That some of, we, sometimes we look for something big to take place to, 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 for, for it to be revealed what, what a person is really like. But do you know that some of the smallest things, if you really look close enough, or reveal the truth about a person and reveal whether a person really has faith or if they don't, some of just the smallest, simplest things will show it. Some of the smallest things. And it's very true. It's going to come down to believers and unbelievers. I believe very well that there, that there are people that sit in a, a, a truth preaching church and that have received the gift of the Holy Ghost and that have been baptized in Jesus' name. And I believe that their thought, their thought process is no different from an atheist. That they really don't believe in God. They really don't have faith in the word of God. They really, somewhere, 
there's just, they can't really be completely sold out and really trust in God and the word of God to the point that it causes them to find a problem in everything. And what it boils down to is people really don't believe. They really don't believe. The world is weighing on them. The world is destroying their faith. Things that they are beginning to blend in with and, and allow to influence them is causing them to destroy, destroy their faith in God and the word of God. Listen, I want to believe tonight. I want to have faith in what we're doing tonight. I don't want to find fault. I, I'm not, I'm tr I don't want to point fingers. I want to get my hands in there. I want to keep my eyes on God. I want to keep my, my voice elevated, not yelling at anybody, but praising and magnifying the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Listen, I want my life to be a living sacrifice to him. I want my hands to be in the air. I want my mouth to be open. I want to leap for joy. I want to run an aisle. I want to give God the praise that he deserves. God deserves the praise. Because this is what it boils down to. We got to have a renewed mind. It has to be renewed. Somebody will say, well, I got my renewing this morning. That is great. But guess what? You need a fresh touch tonight. You need God to renew you again. You need God to fill you with the Holy Ghost again. This ain't a one-time thing. This is every time we step foot in the house of the Lord, my hands are in the air, and I'm asking God, shower down that Holy Ghost on me again. I need you. I need strength. I need power to make it through another day. Paul said that's the only way. He said, be not conformed, but be ye transformed. Too many people are trying to be transformed by their own doing. Too many people are trying to do the work instead of letting God do the work. Too many people are trying to think their way through it and, and figure it out. And how can I, I make this happen? And how can I change? Do you know you can't change yourself? I can't change myself. I need someone to change me. I need God to change me. I need God change the way that I think. I need God to change my, my attitude about things. I need God to stop me from murmuring and complaining and, call, and, and cause me to be thankful and grateful that I can come into the house of the Lord and lift up my hands. I need God to cause me to stop being selfish and think of others. I do. I can be selfish sometimes. I need God to help me to put others before myself. I need God to change how I respond to certain things. I need God to get rid of all of the, 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 the skepticism. I need God to get rid of, of always looking at things from a negative standpoint and viewpoint. I need God to help me to be positive about some things. I need God to change me. And the only way that's going to change is by the renewing of the Holy Ghost. That's the only way. The world criticizes everything. The world finds fault in everything. The world mocks everything. You know what? There's nothing more worse than a mocker. 
that points, that mocks everything, you know, you're trying to, do, people try to do things and be positive and, and encourage um, uh, positivity, and somewhere or another, there's going to be a mocker. There's going to be a naysayer. There's going to be somebody that points fingers. Do you know what the spirit of, the mo of mockery is? Do you know that that is a work of the flesh? You know that, right? Read where Paul was talking to the church and how he was talking about um, he began to use allegory. He began to um, refer to Hagar as being that, that old covenant that they received on Mount Sinai. And how he began to um, talk about how that the child that she brought forth was of the flesh. And that he, it was a, 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 a child, he was a bond, he was a, the son of the bond woman. And the Bible begins to tell us how that Sarah, he began to liken her to the um, New Jerusalem, which is the mother of us all. And the son that she brought forth was of promise. And he talked about how that Ishmael, how that he mocked Isaac. And he began to talk about how that is how it is today, how that the children of the flesh, they mock those that are of the spirit or of promise. Mockery is a work of the flesh. Joking and making fun of things that are decent and holy and, and pure and righteous. It's a work of the flesh. It is a clear indication that this person is carnal, that they're in their flesh, that the way they think, the way they see things, the way they perceive things is carnal. It's a work of the flesh. I don't want to be in the flesh tonight. I want to be in the spirit. I want to get in the spirit. It's time for me to sober up and get in the spirit and realize what is more important. It's not important. All the things of this life and obtaining the possession of this life, it is going to fade away. The Bible tells us about this world and about the fashion of this world, how all of that stuff is going to fade away. It's going to pass away. The only thing that is going to last is the things of God. I want to be a part of the thing that is going to last tonight. I want to make it up in my mind that I want to be a child of God. I don't care what anybody else is saying. I don't care what they're doing. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Our hands are going to be in the air. Our voices are going to be lifted up. We're going to dance before the Lord. We're going to have church. Every opportunity that is presented, we're going to make the best of it. You can be seated tonight. And so, Paul is saying, be not conformed. To this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind let's let's uh get ephesians chapter 4 and beginning at verse 22 4 in chapter 22. All right. This is what Paul said. He said that ye, might, that ye put off concerning the former conversation, the old man which is corrupt according to the deceitfulness, deceitful lust. In other words, we got to get rid of the former conversation. Okay, the old man, we got to stop talking. We can't be talking the way that we used to talk before we got in the church. 
Okay? That's the former conversation. That's the old conversation. Okay? Verse 23. How's that going to happen? And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. I need God to renew my mind. Or if, I, or if I'm not being renewed, I'm going to talk about the filth that I was talking about before I got in the church. I'm going to begin to look at the garbage that I was looking at before I got in the church. I need God to renew my mind. I need God to baptize me, saturate me like never before. I need a fresh touch of the Holy Ghost. I need God to renew me. Let's get Colossians. Chapter 3. And verse, I'm sorry, verse 9. Beginning at verse 9. Colossians 3, beginning at verse 9, says, Lie not one to another, seeing that you have put off the old man, with his deeds, verse 10, and have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. In other words, I got to put off the old and I got to put on the new man which is renewed in knowledge. I got to put on that new man. The only way I'm going to put on that new man is that if I get renewed with the Holy Ghost, I need God to fill me so that I can put off the old and put on the new. Each and every day, I need the new man to be renewed inside of me. I need God to fill me over and over again, or I'm going to go back to the old man. I'm going to go back to the old way of thinking and the old way of acting. I need to be renewed, and let's get Timothy. I'm sorry, not Timothy, Titus. Titus chapter 3, and ver beginning at verse 4. But after that the kindness and love of God, our Savior, toward man appeared, verse 5, not by works of righteousness, which... We have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. I got news. If we're going to be saved, we got to be renewed with the Holy Ghost. There's no other way of being saved. People say, well, I already received the Holy Ghost. Well, guess what? This is not a one-stop shop here tonight. I got every time I come into the house of the Lord, I got to allow God to fill me over again. When I get up in the morning, I got to allow God to fill me again. I need to ask God, baptize me with the Holy Ghost. Fill me. Speak through me. If not, I'm going to go back to the old way, old nature. You have a lot of problems when people aren't renewed with the Holy Ghost. I know that for a fact. I know that when I don't get renewed with the Holy Ghost, I act in ways that are not good. I know that about myself. I'm short. I'm impatient, believe it or not. I get loud. I get irritated. I don't want to be around nobody. I don't want to be bothered. Don't ask me nothing. Just leave me alone. And I realize that's not good. That's not the right way to act. 
I need the Holy Ghost. We all need the Holy Ghost tonight. Or I'm going to begin to conform. I'm going to begin to go back to the world. I'm going to begin to find the things of this world exciting, thrilling, enticing. And the truth is, there ain't nothing good about it. Ain't nothing good about this life. It's miserable. If you're really true, if you're really honest, there's nothing but misery and heartache, pain, letdown, betrayal, disappointments, time and time again. Drama. Just some people that just some people that love drama. Just love a big you know, I've heard I heard it said. And I, don't be, I didn't believe it before, but I believe it now. Some people just want attention. And they don't care if it's positive or negative. However they can get it. That's people that love drama. That's all that stuff is in the world. I don't want nothing of, of that. On the job, nothing but drama, chaos. I don't want, I don't want that. Why would I want to go back to that? God saved me from that. God delivered me and brought me out of that way of thinking, that way of acting, and that way of responding. I don't want to go back. I found out that, you know what, drugs can't, drugs can't do it. Alcohol won't do it. There are people all over this world, they try to drown their sorrows with alcohol or, or with some kind of high telling you the only thing that's going to work is the Holy Ghost. And I'm not just saying it to say it. Sometimes we hear it so much that it doesn't, it doesn't register any longer. I'm going to tell you, this is the only thing that's going to help us. The only thing that's going to carry us through. I mean, if you didn't feel what we felt here this morning, something's wrong. And it's like, you know, God, is, God is, is confirming service after service. You know, I'm here. If you're going to let me work, just, just get out of the way and let me work. I'm here. And so I don't know what else more some people need. God is showing up to church. God is coming to church. And, and guess what? He ain't just coming to be a spectator. God is coming to work in people's lives. God is coming to see him. Listen, God is coming to see about you. God, you think he don't know the, the trouble and the heartache and the pain that we're dealing with and the problems, that the, the storm that is raging in our hearts? Don't think that he showed up for any old reason. He showed up for me. You know what? He showed up for you. I don't know about anybody else, but that does something to me that God will come down here to see about little old me. I don't want him to come down here and, and have to plead and beg with me. I want to recognize that he's in this, pl in this place. And guess what? He came to see about me. So I came to get my hands in there. I came to shout unto him. I come to let God know that I am open to whatever it is that you want to do in my life. Whatever it is. But I need God to renew my mind. I need God to change my heart. Need God to change the way that I look at things, the way that I perceive things. I can't be conform. I can't conform. I can't give in. Listen, 
You don't want to conform. Not in the days that we're living in. This ain't the time to backslide. This ain't time to leave church. This ain't the time to get um, uh, throw yourself a pity party. This ain't the time to, 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 to talk bad and to, to murmur. And listen, this is not the time to, be, to, find, to fall in the category of a murmur and a complainer. If anything, this is the time to worship God. This is the time to magnify him more than ever. This is the time to make your calling and election sure. This is the time to get right with God. This world is coming to an end, and it's coming to an end real fast and in a hurry. And I want my heart to be fixed on God I want to be rooted I want to be grounded I want to be established in his truth this ain't the time to be wishy-washy this ain't time to be a reed shaking with the wind it ain't the time this is not the time to be wavering and we can't hear what's going on in our world and we can't read the newspapers and see what's going on in our world I'm telling you this is not the time to blend in with the world. This is the time to shine bright for God. This is the time to be that city that is set upon the hill. This is the time to be the light that God has called us to be. This is the time to make your life a living sacrifice. That you worship God with, with, your, with your body. That your body is a sacrifice. A living sacrifice. And you are showing true as it is the act of true worship. If we're going to be saved, if we're going to be delivered, if we're going to be set free, it's only going to be by the power of the Holy Ghost. It's not going to be by knowledge. It's not going to be by being in and, and, and who you're in with and who you, who you got a relationship with. Man, God ain't worried about that. God ain't. God ain't saying that. God wants to know what your relationship is like with him. That's the only thing that's going to matter. I want my relationship to be tight with him more than anything else. Let us stand tonight. So Paul says, your life is supposed to be a living sacrifice. My mouth, words that come out of my mouth, my hands, all, all my, every member of my body is supposed to be an act of worship. People look at holiness and they say, oh, y'all, y'all, what y'all doing? That's crazy. That's a cult. And they don't even realize that that's the most truest act of worship than anything else. Because people can say a whole lot of things out of their mouth. We know how to talk a real good talk. We know how to say all the right things when the right people are around. But somehow, to live it and to walk it out on a daily basis, and I speak from experience, sometimes it's not that easy. It's not that easy. I want my life to be a living sacrifice. I don't want the effects of this age, this world, and, and technology and everything else to cause me to begin to blend in. Cause me to begin to not be sober-minded, not to be awakened, to be alert. 
I'm not saying to be a grouch on the job. I'm not saying to, to look at people like they're just filthy old sinners. No, I'm, but I am saying we got to be alert. We got to be on guard that we don't get caught up with everything the world is getting caught up with. That we don't begin to think that there's another way of doing things. There ain't no other way of doing things. The only way is Jesus Christ. He said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. He is the only way. Anything else is a waste of time. It is a waste of energy. It is a waste of finance. I don't want to waste my time on something that can't fix me. Something that is not going to complete me. There are people that drown their sorrows night in and night out, hoping that when they wake up the next morning, something's going to be different and ain't nothing changed. It's the same old thing, same old problems, same old issues. People put their hopes in so many different things, and it's the same old problems. The woman with the issue of blood, 12 long years. Twelve long years, she put her faith in something, in people, that guess what? When it was all said and done, it only made her situation worse. Only made her situation worse. And she wasted 12 years. But I bet you if you could talk to that woman today, I bet you she'll tell you that the greatest day of her life is when she finally grabbed a hold of Jesus Christ. She finally grabbed a hold of something that wasn't a gimmick, that wasn't, a, it wasn't, it wasn't fool's gold. It was the real thing. It was the real genuine thing, and her life was changed. I'm going to tell you, the only thing that's going to change your life is Jesus. The only way that's going to pull you out of that pit is Jesus Christ. The only thing that's going to make your situation better than what it is right now it is the power of the Holy Ghost. There are some people that they've given up. They've lost all hope. They've given up. They've thrown in the towel on, the, on, on God and the word of God. I'm going to tell you, people may let you down. People, listen, people that may have had some kind of seem to have some kind of walk with God will let you down, will disappoint you. But guess what? People fall short. They do. People change. Their ideas and their opinions and their mindsets, it changes. It happens. It happens. But there is one thing that will never change. God's word don't change because people change. God's word is still true. His word is still true. Jesus is still true. And I can't lose faith and begin to look for other answers. The answer is still the same. It's Jesus Christ. Other people might turn their back on it, but guess what? I've come to find out that there's no other way to, no other way else to go. Hmm? Where else are we going to go? Peter said, where else, where will we go? You have the words of eternal life. David said, who else in heaven do I have besides thee? There is no one else that I can turn to. There's nowhere else that I can go. There's nowhere else that I'm going to get the answer. Somebody needs to get, be convinced of that tonight. I'm going to tell you, the church ain't perfect. 
I'd rather be in the church than be in the world any day. My worst day in the church is better than any so-called good day in the world. And guess what? I'll take the stink that is in the church. Because at the end of the day, the church is going to be victorious. This world is going to burn with a fervent heat. And everybody that lives for this world is going to be destroyed. I will take the church. I will take the dysfunction. I'll take the chaos all day long. Because the church is the best place to be. Let's lift up our hands and let's call upon the name of the Lord. Somebody needs to let God renew them. Somebody needs to let God reconfirm some things to them tonight. I need God to renew my mind tonight. People say, well, people in the church hurt me. Yeah, I understand that. I understand that. I know it's a hard thing, but guess what? Don't throw in the towel. Don't give up on God. God didn't hurt you. God didn't let you down. God ain't going to never disappoint you. Come on, somebody. Lift up your voice and call upon the name of the Lord tonight. I need God to renew me. I need God to renew me where I can see things a little bit clearer. Where I can look at things a little different than what I am. Oh, come on, somebody. Cry out to him tonight. Lift up your voice. Come on, I want my life to be a living sacrifice unto the Lord. Come on, I want my hands. I want my voice. I want my lifestyle. I wanted to speak Jesus. I wanted to show that I am dedicated and consecrated unto the Lord.